Welcome back to Stories RPG, the show where we tell stories better together. And this week, we are doing yet another episode of the gory, the grimy, partners in grime, our goblin story arc. All my goblins say, ah! <laughs> 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 Let's get creepy. left you had been uh followed home by an adorable baby with a full diaper who thinks you're all frogs and also that you're the coolest things that she's ever seen and wants to stay with you because you're exciting and interesting and has no idea where her parents are and neither do you so you say baby but it's like a what like a like a toddler you think toddler it's it's way more mobile than you wish it was it can walk. It's not quite as capable as a goblin. It can't go up a tree as quick, but uh, it, it gets into all kinds of places you wouldn't want it to. Low key, you respect that. And an impressive amount of buggers. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, lots of slime. Lots of, you know, lots of stuff coming out of it. It's great. It smells weird, too. Stinky. Mmm, um, delicious. Uh, in fact, at this point, probably there would be there would be people who'd be very interested in figuring out, like, diapers are going to become a new clothing fashion item among goblins pretty quickly because they seem like they're just awesome. They smell amazing. I mean, that's style. That kid knows what it's up to. So here's the problem. In the distance, you hear the the uh, the wailing of these wolf-like creatures and you see these lights playing. And... Gator Gus has pronounced the most dire of all his predictions. Looks like you've hit a rough patch there. Which always means, yeah, no, shivers down every goblin's spine. The humans are coming and they're going to find you and they're going to find this bebe and who knows what happens next. So you have to do what goblins do. You have to run, you have to hide, you have to prank and you might want to figure out where to take this kid to get these humans off your back. So that means one thing. Drama clock. Wah, wah, wah. What's a drama clock? It's interesting that you should ask. Drama clock means only a few moves, but lots of triumphs. So I'm going to give each of you two moves. That means you only get to roll twice. That's six rolls total, but... You're going to have to score eight triumphs. Oh, my God. That math doesn't (laughs) math for me. (laughs) What's math? One, two, many. That's that's math. So a reminder, the only way to do this is you're going to have to get a six, and then you're going to have to use a special to move it up to a double six, unless you violate the laws of probability like Dan did at the beginning of a drama clock in Giga City and just roll two sixes out the gate, which was really unfair of him, and I will never live that down. Spug is ready. 
All right. The goblins are all yelling and screaming. There's a whole bunch of like running around and hiding. The the there are lights beginning to sweep across gulf and gulf. Um, and they're they're literally like looking for, and you know, goblins are scattering everywhere, they're hiding in every hole. And this is a good moment for you to think, where are you going on the golf course? Where because there's a lot of you can think of a lot of different kinds of weird, rusted old bits and pieces and corners of this place. There might be a hall of mirrors. There might be a weird old sitting space. There might be an old restaurant that's collapsed. There might be some underground tunnels. Where do you all head? Don't forget the gulf part. There's a few uh, defunct swampy water slides. Yes. And a lot of weird critters in there too. You know, so there are some actual gators living in the, uh, in the gulf. You guys get along just fine, but you know. Well, Spock. Yeah, one of those gators is my aunt. <laughs> oh, Greta Gator? Greta, yeah, yeah, Greta. Greta Gator? I don't like her. All right, so where are you all headed? And this is the other thing about a drama clock. If you do nothing, then drama accelerates. So they're coming. Well, Spug's doing something, and Spug already knows what he's doing. He's going home. His home is what we like to call the mirror hall. Spug loves it there because he can practice his crocodile smile because someday he's really going to need it when he's on the big screen. You run for the hall of mirrors. Are y'all going with... Actually, I don't run. I hop. I'm still a frog. This is true. You hop and splat. Um, Behind you, hopping gamely across the nighttime grass, which is, of course, soggy and wet because this is a bog, uh, is the kid who has leapt off the merry-go-round and is hopping after you gamefully, going, whip it, whip it, whip it, whip it, and, and hopping for her life. I decide that the kid can come because I'm in so much of a hurry and I'm thinking to myself, if I, Spug, me, get on a screen with a human, human kid, a youth, my brothers are going to see it and they're going to go crazy. (laughs) That's going to be the best thing for me. All right. Are the rest of you going to the Hall of Mirrors? Where are you headed? There are, you can hear humans sort of coming through the brush, they're coming through the trees. You can hear these big whapping sounds and you know there's these big devices that go around in the sky sometimes. Those are up top. And you can hear human voices over loudspeakers. So you hear um, you hear a voice that says, Marianne, Marianne, are you out there? On a bullhorn. And then another voice cuts in and says, <laughs> to anyone in the woods, please come out with your hands up. If Unless you're the kid and then just, just come on out, kid. And there's like, you know, there's some like weird noises. You can tell they're not great at this, um, but they definitely came quick. You know, it's impressive. I see Spug running away, the kid hopping after. So I look at Flick Stinkbutt. I say, all right, I got to, we got to slow these humans down. I got to, I got a plan. You got, you go do, you, you do your own plan. <laughs> Actually. So when you say like, I got a plan, a couple of heads poke up. A lot of the goblins like to go into some of the holes. This is the problem with the golf holes. You don't know which ones are portals until you're already in them. Remember how you went? your brothers went missing, Spug? Well, there's a reason for that. So, you know, a couple heads poke up out of a couple holes, and you recognize these two. It's, it's Twitch and Filch. And Twitch and Filch both pop up. They're brothers. And they look at Boogersman and they go, Who is prankings? We is prankings. Let's us prankings. 
we come too. And they both clamber out of the holes. Uh, you hear like the murmur of pranking spread and you you know that pretty much every goblin in this place is getting ready to pull pranks. All right, Booger Smith, you've got a prank squad. What are you going to go do? If I see the squad behind me, I said, all right, team, wait for my signal. You'll know when it comes. And I give a big goblin wink. Okay, one of them goes, <laughs> and the other one goes, no, no, no. And then the third one goes, no, no, try. And like they all just keep making noises at each other and kind of like fall down laughing and then like kind of skitter off into the bushes. They're waiting for your signal. Uh, it's a classic goblin, classic goblin agreement. All right. So I go up into the machinery room that I, I am well acquainted with. And I want to, I want to, usually we keep it all off because it sparks and smokes and breaks, but I want to turn everything on. I'm going to flip these breakers and oh, hopefully no. not electrocute myself. Tell me, tell me how you're going to make this move. Give me the dice you've got and then let's see the roll. Uh, I have a, I like to tinker. Yep. One. Uh, I am overconfident. Yeah, this is a, this is definitely a gutsy move. Uh, and then I think for a third dice, I'm going to say, I got you these utility boogers. Uh, the, the breaker doesn't want to stay on. It keeps flipping back off. So I'm going to reach in, pull out a big, what I like to call a, uh, like a poster putty booger, stick it on the wall. So when I flip this breaker up, it's going to stick right to it. I, I was imagining it was going to be like a, a wire patch. It was like a conductive booger. Like you, you were going to be like this wire and this wire. Hold on. <laughs> All right. You've got the oh, stick. We got some patch. conductive boogers. We got a sticky booger. Okay. That's three dice. Show me what you're working with. Goblins for life. Roll it. Roll it. Oh, All right. Goodness. So that is technically a triumph. But with a trouble, That's I'll offer five, you two yeah. possibilities. You could move it up, but you won't get a double triumph, so don't bother, right? But you do have two story points, which I gifted you for your excellent performances last time. If you were at home, of course, you would have written a story to score a whole bunch more story points, and you would have had more story points to rely on. But since since you don't have many, I decided to gift you with two, which means you could re-roll this if you chose. But of course, it could go worse. Uh, no, it's went perfect. <laughs> I, uh, one of the boogers that I used to, uh, bridge, bridge the fuses, I didn't fully, uh, I didn't fully expel it, let's say. <laughs> you didn't hork hard enough. So when this kicks on, I get a full, full dose of the wacky juice there. <sighs> I think you're going to get blown. It's going to be one of those, woo, like blown across the room R2-D2 from Star Wars moments. Um, so this is this giant. It looks like a weird water tower thing on stilts, which was where the control booth was. And you hit this, you go flying, and all the lights come up. And the lights are weird. There are sweeping spotlights. There's little weird hollow lights. Because they still, this was the Halloween decorations that they had on the year that the swamps invaded and the water park went broke. So... There's some like weird sort of coffee smoke coming out and rolling across the field. There's some strange animated music that sounds all slowed down. So it's like a banjo solo, but it sounds like. And like all of this goes on all at once. And like little animatronics are moving in the bushes and you hear some yells. Ah! 
immediately, you can tell that this has totally thrown things off. And the humans are coming through the woods and now you see them and they've got, you know, they've got, they look, they look angry and they're holding stuff in their hands. You've seen these on TV, Spug. They're, they're boom booms. They're not, they're not, they're no good. That hurts me. Yeah, it hurts everybody, but they're scared. You've scared them, Booger Smith, and they are definitely slowed down. You've got some time now. What other pranks are getting pulled here, y'all? First, I'm going to look, I want to finish my move. I want to look out the little, I'd say window, but it's probably just a hole in the side of the shack that I used to turn the power on. I'm going to look out. I can say, it's beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) And all these lights. But then I want to yell. I see uh, Spug still going with the kid. I say, hey, you want to get, you got to save the kid. So you got to put the kid in danger and then we'll save it. And you'll get on, you'll get famous. No. I love it. That's the greatest idea. So I stop dead in my tracks. The kid slams into me because it's not paying attention. What a doofus. (laughs) I turn around and I see Flick stink butt and I say, how are we going to put this kid in peril? (laughs) I've got the perfect idea for this one. (laughs) Oh, All right. God. This so, seems like a, you're keying yourself up for a song. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> oh, no. What I want to do is use my tasting tongue to taste the tracks of my raccoon buddy and then attempt to have him like gather a whole bunch of raccoons and make it look like the raccoons are taking the child. So I want I want him to like have the raccoons attempt to abduct this child and then we can save the child from the raccoons and be the heroes. Okay. So you're, you're going to make raccoons the bad guys. That's the goal here. Yeah. 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 I, I like it. Two birds, one stone. Love it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Those raccoons have been pretty pesky. Little they babbits. led you to the best garbage in the city and you messed it up by bringing a human and you're going to blame Don't them? you know that they were in our trash first? Uh-huh. And look, <laughs> look what they did to pay you back. So noble. Ruin my life. The misunderstood raccoon. This is your big shot, Spug. Don't you dare act like the raccoons didn't make this happen for you. They're pretty much rat and a half. <laughs> rats right. with masks. Little thief rats. rats. Rats don't get enough love. All right, so here we are. Uh, so you're going to try to summon the raccoons is what you're trying to do here. Exactly. Yes. To me, one move is finding this raccoon. Convincing the raccoon to raise a posse and abduct a child is an entirely different move. (laughs) That's fair. We can do this in two moves. I'm going to help with that one. That's something that Spug can help with. with Because I have a really creepy smile and I can can really trick him. You can creep him out. That's definitely a possibility. So what do you have that's going to let you track your raccoon friend? All right. Track the raccoon. Taste everything. I would imagine that I was licking the ground all the way to the dumpster earlier. I know what this raccoon tastes t- like. I, I buy that you can you can use your tongue to track. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll give it to you. you. You got the flavor of this raccoon. Bond with the raccoon and definitely sings, sings constantly because we're going to have a song about this for sure. <laughs> so this is a singing, licking, tracking sequence is what you're telling me. This is a tracking, yeah. licking, singing montage. The thing is that Flick sings about what he's doing. Yes. It's just like 
if he he could be doing something mundane, he's just like out there being a goblin. He's just singing the whole time. So he's made Chef's up kiss. a song about about tracking the raccoon. Okay. Track the raccoon. It's the number one hit from Flick Stink Butt. Let's go. Ready? Here's the roll. That is really, really bad. I love it. I love it. Here's a story point. Here's a story point. All right, all right. I think we're going to need a re-roll on that one, my friends. I gave you the story points for a reason. All right. Here goes the re-roll. That's a six. Got him. And you can move that up to a double six. Oh, oh yeah, with that song, I think, special, was, yeah. I think we're gonna, I think we're gonna use a very special song to move that with up. Those with those sweet pipes, yeah, buddy. Got a taste in my mouth. Gotta get another lick. Find a bunch of raccoons and make the story stick. Didn't want this, baby. It's a pain in my guts. Gonna blame it on raccoons and the humans be like, what? So you're two moves in, but you've got three triumphs. You're looking good here. Um, You have been singing and licking. Now, here's the interesting part. You normally, if you were singing in the middle of this abandoned swampy theme park while being searched for as kidnappers by the police would probably be found in short order. Fortunately, Booger Smith triggering all the animatronic like goobers in this entire park means that there's a whole lot of noise and yours is just part of this cacophony of weirdness that they can't parse. So lucky you, you are singing and licking your way and Spug is traipsing after you. Booger Smith, are you along for the ride or are you going to stay behind and do your own machinations here? He's coming with us. Don't you dare stay behind, you booger sniffer. Well, I do. They're in my nose, so I sniff them pretty much constantly. First of all, second of all, I gotta stay. I gotta run these pranks. You guys go. These I'm gonna I'll be here. Booger sniffers. Oh, does does that mean boogers don't smell, or that everything smells like boogers? Goblin don't philosophy. Everything smells like boogers for sure. Don't overthink it. There's got to be at least one goblin philosopher out there who's really wondering about the smell of boogers. So, are you coming? Yes? No. Okay. <laughs> Definitively Good. not. Good. We don't want you anyway. <laughs> I have pranks to run. I got stuff to do here. So, you guys managed to sneak off and you you find yourself headed over to the water park area and you step on the backs of a few friendly gators and you you find the big old swampy, it's like a, a big cypress. And it doesn't just smell, you got a double six. It doesn't just smell like your buddy up there. It smells like there's a a few families, maybe even a couple dozen raccoons up this tree. Um, And you get to the base of the tree and you kind of look up and there's a whole bunch of shiny eyes looking right back down at you. Uh, Hey, boyos. Uh, Gonna need your help with something out here in the park. Do you think you could uh, do me a solid? All right, they don't they don't speak goblin, do they? There's there's a couple of them. There's one really really big raccoon. He's got a scar over one eye. It's about the size of a pit bull. 
comes halfway down the tree. <laughs> Big patches of fur missing. Looks at you and bears the most enormous, gory, yellowed fangs you've ever seen and snarls. Behind him, up a little ways, you see your buddy, uh, who's kind of like, and like, but, but like clearly like, whoa, you got to talk to, <laughs> you got to talk to him first though. I'm going to give my buddy a wave and uh, almost say, well, I guess I got to act it out because they, they can't understand me, can they? So this might be somebody else's move, but you guys can do some collaborative impressionistic dance. This could be, I got it. Yeah. Yeah. You got this. I got it. Yeah. Spunk's still a frog. And guess what? Raccoons and frogs, they can understand each other. I wish one of you had picked Beastkin as your special, which lets you talk to any critter that's willing to talk no, to well, you. Well, this isn't but true, like but, this. but Spug is saying it. She believes it's true. It, it's not actually <laughs> true. And if she rolls well enough by the power vested in her by her goblin weirdness, absolutely a possibility. Okay, so you're a frog. Giant yeah, frog. What else course. you got that's going to help you? And what are you communicating? I need to know what the frog-like communication looks and sounds like. Well, I'm using my frog-like body to intimidate these raccoons just a little because I kind of want them to do what we want to do. So I'm puffing up real big, really big. And then you know what else I'm doing? You know what? Using my creepy (laughs) smile, which is something that I have as a quirk. It's the only frog they've ever seen with teeth. That would terrify me too. Like like this frog, the giant frog blows up real big and then smiles and there are teeth in the smile. That'd be and terrifying. And to top it all off, guess what I have in my frog hand? A stuffed frog. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> I like I like the ultimate frogginess of this move. Normally I'm like, no, you're leaning too hard on one thing. But in this case, this is this is a triple frog meltdown. I'm gonna give it to you. That's three. Dice. Go, let's see what you got. Roll it! All right, Spug. Ooh. It's not bad. Oh, it's Triumph with the Trouble. That's pretty good. Triumph I with the Trouble. I can handle a little trouble. All right, so you've each taken one move, three moves, four Triumphs. But we're going to have to decide what your trouble is, Spug. So you swell up real big, and this raccoon swells up and bristles even harder. And he comes a little bit further down the the trunk and kind of growls. And this is a lot deeper. Raccoon's been pretty high pitched this whole time. This comes out as a like, that's when the lips peel back and the creepy smile comes out. And he kind of starts a little and he hustles back a bit. This is when you sort of, you wave the little doll and you do some like pantomiming. What's the move? What do you do to kind of communicate? We need you like, you got to come down and help us. Here I go. Ribbit, ribbit. Ribbit, ribbit. Ribbit, ribbit, ribbit. Ribbit. And then I do a big croak. So big they don't even know where it came from. And then they look at me and they're like, that came from you? And I say, yeah, it actually did come from me. Okay, it's like this giant, almost like a guttural, like gator growl. And you end with that, and it reverberates across the swamp. And that, I think, is your trouble. The minute that comes out of your mouth, first of all, the big guy kind of hunkers down, and he he climbs down off the tree, and he kind of cowers down next to you and kind of puts his head down like, are we cool? 
We're not cool unless he helps me. Well, he's he's clearly like willing to help. He just needs you to like oh, promise you yeah, won't cool. do whatever the horrible thing it is that you could do. Like he's not sure what you could do, but he's sure it would be awful. Listen, Mr. Raccoon with the cute face. I'm not going to hurt you, but I really need your help because me, I got to be famous. I got to be. I got to be so I can find my brothers. I got to be. He looks at you utterly uncomprehending, but then chitters back and the raccoons all flood down. They don't know what you want, but they, they know you want them to come with. So they're coming with. Here's the problem, Ready? Your giant croak woke up every gator in the swamp, which isn't a problem for goblins because you and the gators get along just fine. But the little kid has toddled over. She got out of the hall of mirrors and she's toddled over after you. Floggy! Heard the giant thing and has started wading into the water where some of the gators have sort of shown a little interest. That's your trouble. Oh, man. Hey, it's going, it's actually perfectly according to plan. Oh. <laughs> Booker Smith's like, I set it up like this. I got Okay. You. What are we going to do now? All right. So the gators are, are frothing. Uh, Flick, you're there with Spug on this little Cypress Island at, with a horde of raccoons. You'd say there's probably maybe a dozen, maybe 18. That's a lot. Well, there's many. I mean, you did goblin counting. One, two, many. Uh, so there's many. And the gators look like they're showing some interest in your, your little friend over there. Each of you has taken one move, three total. You've gotten four triumphs. You now need, you each have one more move left, but you need four more triumphs. So somebody's got to get another double six and you're running out of resources. Okay. okay. I don't have much resource left, but here's something I know. I am pretty nervous. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Spug, I think you should go you should go last because you're la- you're gonna pull off the big act of heroism at the end. I uh, am yeah, because I really need the screen. You really need it. I, I really need the screen type. Fl- flick, if you can get the kid, I get a good I want I get more distraction planned. Maybe I should go first then. What else does Flick have on his sheet? Uh mostly just singing and tasting. Flick can't do anything for us. He literally can't do anything. <laughs> it's not true. You could use that tongue for all sorts of interesting things. For example, right oh, now, yeah. you're standing underneath a very tall tree, and there's a very small child on the other side of this swamp who needs saving. I don't know about you. Yeah, I could easily grab the kid with the tongue. Yeah. Do yeah. it. Or swing to it. Batman. Swing. Yeah, so I think you could do a swing and a, a swing and a swap. A swing and a... Oh. A swing, swing and a swipe. swipe. That's what you can do. Ooh. Swing over there and that swipe that be, kid. That could be the next flick stink butt uh, southern country rock song. <laughs> <laughs> a swing oh, and no. a swipe. So I'm going to lash out my tongue, grab onto that tree, swing over, and snatch the baby. Uh, get it away from these crocs, these snapping crocs. All right, so... The, the tongue lashes out. How many dice can you get on this? Uh, well, I've got my tongue twister tongue. Uh, I'm going to sing a song about it for sure. And while your tongue's out your mouth, I'm confused by this. It's got to be like, hey, oh, no, 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 no. I've, like, it's going to be I've, an interesting I've got sound. talent. It's like almost like a, like a throat singing thing. Like, a you know, I could throw my voice. I was imagining two tongues. You have a second tongue for just for singing, and then there's the tongue for there one for go. swinging and one for singing. Spug really likes that. That's a good line. 
<laughs> one tongue for swinging and one tongue. That's a for good singing. quirk, by the way. Second to one for swing, one for singing and one for swinging. Yeah. That also sounds like a country song line. <laughs> <laughs> we got too many of these. There's a full album coming out from Flick, Flick Stink Butt. All right. So what do you got? I think that's just two. I don't know if I can use anything else. It is. Uh, taste everything. That's not going to help Well, me. I don't know if you can think of a way that your raccoon buddy could help you make the, this. The raccoon has to help me in some way if I want Flick three. stink butt has the raccoon. The raccoon still can hold on to Flick stink butt. He can hold on to his actual stink butt. And then when Flick goes to swing to grab the kid, he has an extra body to help him grab the kid and work. This is an acrobat yeah, yeah, yeah. where you've got the like. He, swing, the, the he swings out once and he can't quite reach. There we go. So then when he swings back, the raccoon jumps on to add the weight for the second swing. All right. All right. You and this raccoon are, are, are ending up being like a Batman and Robin here. Like I, this is a deeper relationship than just dumpster diving. There's like, th- there's a saga We're here. We're going to need a name for this raccoon, buddy. Raccoon's in the band. Yes, raccoon's in the yeah. band for Raccoon's sure. in the band and raccoon definitely needs a name. Okay. All right. So that's three. All right. Three dice. Here we go. (laughs) Oh, that's a four. Well, well, at least there's a success there. Swing in a swab, baby. Grab the dab, baby. Yeah, I'm the tap, baby. To save the day, yeah. Watch the gators fight. Don't you let them bite. Got you in my side. I'm on the way. Yeah. So that's that's a triumph, but with a trouble. So I'm going to say this is what happens. You're drifting across these gators and some of them are popping up to snap. And your friend loses a significant chunk of tail. Oh, no. Oh, no. How many rings? How many rings does he lose? <laughs> well, it's just it's just the fur. Yeah, it's just the fur okay. gets skinned off of it, and he's got, still got bony tail coming. So you out. see the little rat tail underneath. Your your raccoon friend leaps aboard. You swing in completely heroic swashbuckly fashion across, and just like in a swashbuckling movie, you've got the yep. gators coming up and snapping at you, and just as you're about to land, the last one grabs a little piece of your buddy's tail and they lose the loveliest <laughs> poof on the end. That yeah, the vanity ring really the pride of any <laughs> raccoon. Yeah. And like grabs the kid and that all of you tumble onto the bank. Um, but like immediately the raccoons up and like has its tail in its hands and it's kind of like running its, it's little, it's little fingers through its tail. And it looks oh. at you in this like, mm, what do I do? Kind of way. The kid goes, Puppy and hugs the raccoon. Uh, you are now safely on the other side. Nice. Don't job. worry about the tail, buddy. We'll uh, we'll fix it right up. My my buddy Booger Smith, he can smith just about anything. I bet he could get that fur right back oh. on there. <laughs> a booger tail? I'm not sure any raccoon wants a booger tail. <laughs> the boogers just stick the tail fur. Don't be immature here. Uh, my voice is drifting into flicks if I listen to him too much. <laughs> All right. You're back on the land, and this is the problem. The lights have come closer, and you see a guy, somebody spots you, and the spotlight trains right on the three of you. Uh-oh. And somebody goes, there's something moving over there. And all, you hear all these footsteps. All these people are running towards your position. And Spug says, the best idea just popped into Spug's tiny little pea brain. It's this. 
the raccoons have clearly been nice to us. Maybe we don't want to frame them for a kidnapping. Why don't we use the gators? They're already me. They already tried to snap up the kid. It's the perfect cover. And we know better than anyone that the gators won't hurt us. So it's good. It's really good. You're going <laughs> to chuck the kid in the gator pit? Well, is that what I just heard you say? This is what you're going to hear me say. The move that Stinkbutt and his new friend just did was the rehearsal for the big show. We're going to put on a show. We're at an amusement park, for Greek's sake. Time to amuse. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so what is the plan? Bug, you just, you get into the, uh, you get into the deep swamp in the middle of the park. You know that deep swamp we always keep? Yeah, that's where the final hole is in the mini golf too. That's the one that flooded. So I want you to picture this this park as the humans come in. We're doing full pranks. I got goblins on the BB shooter game, and they're shooting just little pellets into the woods. I got mustard and ketchup attached to the blades of the uh, golf course cage and windmill. It's probably like a uh, like the big wheel on a steamboat or something. Just shooting ketchup and mustard into the air. We got a pipe. Some goblins have put a pipe into the eighth hole, uh, and they're rerouting the foulest swamp water. Because at the eighth hole, everybody knows, shoots out of the first hole. So they're piping it in the eighth, and it's shooting out of the first as the humans walk by it. Uh, We got animatronic alligators getting launched off a water slide. The batting cages. Batting cage machine. It's just, but it's just full of uh, frogs. It's just, rip, rip, rip. no, it's not frogs. It's eggs. It's eggs. I'm sorry. Rotten eggs for sure. Duh. Oh, oh, rotten And then eggs in one corner, perfect. you have that strongman hammer game, except it's one <laughs> yeah. goblin hitting the thing and another goblin at the top just with his face there. And he just goes, dang, every time it hits him. <laughs> <laughs> they think they're helping though. Yeah, of course. They're involved. Everybody's participating. That's the key. All right, so here's my question, ready? Is this a move or is this just what's going on? I think that's just what's going on. My move, I want to prep something up for uh, Spug's big finale. I'm like, picture me like like a fly in a spider's web. I am like caught up in all these different wires and pulleys, upside down, like shirt around my neck, big goblin belly out. I'm like reaching and splicing and plugging. I see them rescue from the gators and I see Spug kind of wading back into the swamp. The gators kind of following because the gator, the gators, oh, well, they got that scent to the kid now, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. That, that full diaper, definitely, you know, fragrant. Oh, yeah. The di- so I wait until Spug is into that, that deep, that deep part she was going for. I kick on through some, well, I'm trying to. This is my move. I'm going to try to kick on through some... Um, Creative wiring. There's boogers bridging everywhere. Arcs of electricity from either nostril to different panels. I've incorporated myself into this now. You're plugged into the Across matrix. the way. I'm tangled up, but I see across the way there's just a little gap between two wires. And I know I need to bridge it. Because if I bridge that for the first time since the park has been closed and condemned and shuttered by the state, that wave pool is going to kick on to full power. Oh, that wave gosh. pool of swamp water. And the most most pool. importantly, that's where all the frogs live. Giant cresting waves of frogs. And so I, I look at the bridge and I go, looks like a far shot. And then I hork a huge, beautiful neon green booger into my wrist rocket. And I pull it back and I say, 
it's not a problem. <laughs> yeah, let it fly. <laughs> so I'm going to try to hit that wire. That's going to bridge full power. Wave pool is going to kick on giant golf course engulfing swamp water frog waves. Gators in there too, yeah. Gators are in there too. Gators yeah. in there yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah, of course. definitely not good for the humans. No, once the waves come, Spug is going to do something rad. I just know it. So all I need to do is trigger. This is her big moment. I'm queuing it up. This is me inventing and tinkering. This is me using my wrist rocket. This is my utility boogers. But I do only have two dice because I got electrocuted. So I'm going to take two dice. Oh boy. All right, roll up. Yep, that's only if two. Right. It better be good. Here it goes. Come on, oh, come on. Oh, my goodness. All right. All right. We got a five there. Success with the trouble. Triumph with the trouble. That works. Uh, I can't have but. any troubles. I'm going to use I'm gonna use just a little bit of extra boogers and my, uh, my special skill and just upgrade that to a straight success. I hit the gap. Wave pool kicks on. It's in Spug's hands now. Spug's very happy about this. Okay. Spug, you got to make two triumphs. It's, it's all come down to this. You need two triumphs. You have your special. So you need two triumphs on this roll, but you have your special and you have a re-roll. And I believe that Booger Smith has still not used his re-roll, which means he can blow his re-roll on yours. But that means you've got three rolls and one special to try to get double sixes. Spug loves catching a wave. That's something you might not have known about Spug, but now you do. Bang 10. <laughs> <laughs> Giant webbed feet. It just makes you a well, natural you're still in frog like mode, right? I'm I'm a giant you see a frog. frog catching a yeah. wave. I'm a giant frog. And you say hang ten, I say hang six, because I only got three on each foot. It's <laughs> no big deal. You got all the, the regular size frogs around you too. Everything all these waves coming up huge. It's basically me and my frog army. And then when you least expect it, my feet make contact with a big green gator. I'm on his back. It's spiky. But I got the nice web feet. They hang on tight. I ride it all the way to shore. I have no problems. <laughs> well, maybe you have to roll for it, but I appreciate the enthusiasm. When you find your, your webby feet, find this like grainy <laughs> skin underneath them and it lifts up, you realize you're, re you're riding the gator they call Big Bull. Big Bull is the biggest gator in the swamp. He's not so much a gator anymore as he's a living log with teeth. He's enormous. And you are currently at the top of this gator skating. And this is what happens. Flick, you literally see, see Spug coming by and you see him coming by and he's on the gator and you throw the baby. <laughs> yeah. Like straight up because you're going to be swamped. You're going to get clobbered by this, which That's is totally fine, fine for you. You'll be fine. But the kid won't be fine. So you... Grab that diaper and you one-handed fling the kid up. You can even use your tongue for this. Let's be real. Oh, yeah. You grab that kid and latch your tongue on and fling it. And, you know, that diaper tastes great. You get a you get a nice sample. I'm going to get a little taste of the diaper. Uh, yep. Uh, on the way. Nice, <laughs> nice taste. And fling it. <laughs> <laughs> as as Spug comes cruising by on Big Bull. And Spug, those those giant webbed fingers, they were made for catchers. Spug's mitts. just surfing this gator. Um, so we've got, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to say that that's one die from Flick's help. Uh, Flick, I'm going to let you throw, your tongue throw is going to add one die to this roll. Spug, what else have you got that's going to help you with your gator surfing the baby to safety and dropping it off with the Okay, humans? this is what I have. 
I think that because my gift is Frog Boy, that's going to help me a lot. So that's one dice right there. And then I have another dice from my friend Flick. That's two. The third one is, this is going to be my big moment because you know what happens? Do you want to know? The spotlight comes across, hits me right there as I catch it. That big helicopter there, that's Channel 6 News. I'm fully aglow. You see Booker Smith with one with one arm stretched, putting the spotlight on you, tracking it slowly. I got you. And that helicopter is a news chopper, and it is swooping down, and that beautiful big spotlight catches you. So that's three dice you got on this? And my hands are up. My hands are up, ready to catch this baby, this youth. Are you ready? Oh my god! All right, you got to reroll. You got to reroll. That's a four. Success with a trouble. I'm gonna roll it again. Okay, Booger Smith, that's your reroll. Go! I'm gonna roll it again and again. Triumph with a trouble. That's your reroll, Spug. This is your reroll. Unbelievable. Spug, narrate how you served right up to the police officer's feet. Spug has his feet cling on to the gator's back. (laughs) It's easy now. At first it was tricky. No tricks here. All treats. (laughs) (laughs) I'm holding on. The spotlight's on me. I've never felt more important, more special, more perfect. This is where I belong. I, Spug. I'm taking my place in the sun. My hands are up. They're really reaching. I look at my friend Flick. We make eye contact to the baby. The youth soars through the sky. I reach out with my hand. I don't even need to reach. Lands perfectly right in both my hands. She's giggling. She's having the best day of her life. And I say to her, look down and I say, thank you for my new stuffed frog. And then... You're not getting it back. (laughs) (laughs) It's mine now. And then we land right on the shore. I'm going to say you land and Big Bull's huge. He slides right up and there's a huge wall of cops all, you know, looking terrified as this wall of water comes towards them. You surf up on it Big Bull lands and slides right up and you're right on his nose and you stop a foot away from this quivering uh, police officer and a a human woman. And she goes, Felicia. And Felicia goes, Floggy. And you just reach out and hand the baby off. And the spotlight's on you and the camera's on you. And I'm gonna wrap this by saying for the next several weeks, you have a habit of sneaking into the back, into the parking lot of the local gas station and watching the TV through the window because they keep replaying this shot of Spug surfing on the gator and handing off the baby. And, and you know, there's, you know, there's always some human talk about this was the scene last night at the abandoned Gator Gus Gulf and Gulf, where a strange creature delivered a lost child to a bewildered mother. Who was it? What was it? Who can say? All we know is we've got friends out there, people. 
<laughs> now, it's a couple weeks later. This is the problem. You've had some issues. People are coming into the swamp now. Everybody wants to see. There's all these theories about what you are and what it is. People are coming out with weird clacking gizmos. You've been having to hide out a lot. But everybody's very proud of Spug and Booger and Flick. And the raccoons in you, you get along swimmingly. Um, we'll add that your raccoon buddy now has a very strange bottle brushy toilet bristle end <laughs> on the end of their tail, which they're very proud of because they can swat other raccoons with it. It's kind of heavy and, and stiff. Um, and it's it's one of these nights when you're all hanging around, telling stories, swapping lies, when a, a head pops out of the ground. And it's, it's Spug, it's Speg. Oh my God. He goes, oh my God, it's you. I told him. I says, it gotta be him. Hey, why were you here? We left, but we found another place. You gotta come. All kinds of creepy stuff in here. Looks down and you see the light coming up. <gasps> it's a portal. Uh, me and Flick are watching this happen. Watching uh, Spug. Gonna go with her brother. And uh, uh, should we go? I don't know. And uh, turn. And uh, one last time, I hit uh, hit the button for old Gator Gus. Gator Gus, should we go with him? Well, that's a hole in one. <laughs> there it is. That's yeah. what I was going to do. <laughs> Perfect. And the question is, what's on the other side? And you'll have to find out the next time we meet to play some more goblins. All right, everybody, that's where we're wrapping. to a goblin arc all right so thank you guys so much for playing boy i wonder what's on the other side of that portal but that is a story for a much other time um quickly let's do some shout outs and uh and thank you guys so much for playing this wonderful zany bizarre lovely creepy goopy story with i like when flick i like when flick sings it brings a lot of joy to my life you're like stuck between your regular voice and your goblin voice. <laughs> I like that we have like an entire track list for Flick by now. There was the the stick and stick and swipe. What, no. Swipe swipe the dice. Swipe the dice. <laughs> <laughs> and there was uh there was there was so many good song titles. We'll have a good soundtrack. Yeah, I wanted to shout out Boogersmith for being the animatronic park. Uh, evil mastermind oh, <laughs> maniac the, the wave pool was the best idea that was brilliant i loved it so much i was just channeling my inner uh gremlins and more importantly gremlins 2 where they really get wild yeah <laughs> i was yep. thinking of I've gremlins 2 that. the whole time yeah you've never seen that, gremlins 2 yeah they're basically the gremlins the evil gremlins in those movies are basically like michael's goblins they're like yeah for sure only a couple of them are like actually evil they're just like weird pranksters they're just like rowdy yeah my thing about my goblins is they're 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 utterly harmless but they're utterly may they're mayhem in a bottle you yeah. know they're just they're just going to have a good time
Gremlins 2 is very much like that. There is a little bit of like nastiness, but very little. I want to shout out uh, Spug slash Kelsey. Um, and I say it that way because <laughs> Spug and Kelsey are basically the same thing. One and she the was same. in character the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> Not, never, never dropped. 100% commitment. Yeah, 100% committed. There was no rule. Yeah, Spug did great. Especially yeah. Kelsey Beautiful. is super experienced with stories RPG. Like, as you know, she's played Corley. But that's pretty much the only time she's played. And uh, I think you, you take to it like a duck or frog to water. It's a frog. Well, much love, you guys. Thank you so much for joining me. And everybody at home will be releasing some goblin-themed stuff for you to play along with. We'll give you a little bit of the world and some of the, the tools we use. You can check those out on patreon.com backslash stories RPG. And if you'd like to play one of these games with me, classes are open at luckoflegends.com or storiesrpg.com. So sign up if you'd like to tell some of these stories together. Thanks so much, and we'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye. See you later. Bye. Peace out.